Some say I have chosen to forget, which is probably true. I was born on the 17th of August, 1981, in Dartford General Hospital, the sixth of my parents' eight children. I had four older brothers, Neil, 14, Keith, 13, Stuart, 11, and Sam, 6, and just the one sister, Heidi, 3. My father worked in the local branch of Lloyd's Bank, and my mother was a retired paediatric nurse. We were not well off at all, which was a source of anxiety for my parents. We lived in a small terraced house in Dartford, two up and two down. It was a tight squeeze, and managing our daily lives meant my mother was run off her feet. A military routine was adopted to ensure baths, showers, mealtimes and bedtimes ran as planned. This disciplined approach to life was nothing new for my parents. My father in particular came from a harsh home, which was anchored by religion. In fact, my family history on both sides is marked for at least three generations by a strong religious devotion. My parents' strict Baptist faith governed every minute of every day for them, and had done so for their entire lives. It was an impressive, if at times destructive, devotion that defined my very early years and shaped our family relationships. But there came a moment in time where this traditional religious life and modern British society collided. As the 1970s became the 1980s, and then the 1990s, it became impossible to insulate one's family from the rest of society, its culture and behaviour. My parents found the encroachment of the outside world very difficult to deal with. Strict Baptist life was dominated by Sundays, or the Sabbath, as my father would call it, greeting it each week like an old friend, and Sunday would be dominated by the chapel, A strict Baptist chapel is not a church. We did not think much of people who went to church. It is a brethren, built around a common, strict and literal interpretation of biblical texts. Those who worked for the chapel were called deacons, but the whole setup was commanded by the pastor, who was held in almost mystical adoration by some. According to our pastor, having a late night on a Saturday was the devil's work, because full focus and concentration were required on a Sunday, and he wasn't wrong. Three 90-minute services, plus some Sunday school, needed serious effort. Most churches in the UK have services spread through the course of a Sunday to enable those with varying commitments and perhaps children to attend one at their convenience. My father saw it rather differently. In his eyes, these services simply presented multiple opportunities to plug into some Old Testament truths and we attended as many as possible, to the extent that we sometimes took a packed lunch so we could remain in our pews between services. As a very young boy, full of pent-up energy, with hairless legs that stuck to the varnished mahogany benches, I felt as if I was spending most of my life in chapel. The ceremonies, or services themselves, generally all followed the same format. An opening hymn would be followed by a longish reading of ten or fifteen minutes from the Gospels. We would then sing again, and that would be followed by a long, single prayer of over twenty minutes in length. This seemingly endless prayer was an opportunity for the pastor to improvise around a number of topics linked loosely to the reading we had just heard, but could also run to local and world current affairs. During this eternity, the congregations would be seated, heads bowed and eyes shut. This was of great amusement to us children, who saw it as our opportunity to communicate with each other through glances 
and perhaps even pictures. But woe betide you if you gave cause for one of the worshippers, in your family or not, to break from their prayer and cast you a killer look. Strict Baptist chapels can be frightening places, large and cold, and usually filled to five or ten percent capacity. It was rare to meet another family our age. If we did, friendships were either chased desperately in order to seek solace in shared experience, or avoided to miss the awkward conversations about why we were so strange. Most worshippers wore very sober colours to chapel. As a family, we mirrored this, us boys in shorts or trousers, if over the age of eleven, and a plain shirt and tie, while poor Heidi often looked like she'd just stepped off the Mayflower with the Pilgrim Fathers. Whether on the Sabbath or not, Heidi was not allowed to wear trousers, and none of us were permitted to wear jeans. Pop music was...